Hey fellow entrepreneurs, welcome to Buckets and Boomgates with Kim White and Carrie Zarb, where you get to be the fly on the wall in weekly conversations that are designed for you, the entrepreneur. Business can be hard, and doing it alone is even harder. That is why in this show, these two business owners will share across the globe what they have experienced so you can get serious results while having fun in your business. It's now time to join today's conversation with Kim and Carrie. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, Carrie. I'm super excited for this conversation today. Oh my God, I'm excited for every conversation with you, Carrie. Well, yeah, there's that. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's that's real. We can't ignore the obvious, but and it's two. It's it's both ways. It's not just you. <laughs> so, Kim, we're going to talk about mindset. Ooh, dun dun dun. dun. I feel like dun 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 dun. I think that's um. Oh, what's his name? Harrison, Harrison Ford in, <laughs> what's what's the name of the movie, Kim? Come on, help me. Is it Star Wars? No. <laughs> he was in Star Wars, so that's that's <laughs> bonus points for Kim. Woo, crowd goes wild. Um, I think it's um, oh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. You, you know, he puts on Ooh. the, and he's got the, and the hat and the, uh, uh, he just does all the things. He's fantastic. What can I say? That that's a perfect thought process, though, for mindset. It is. is you have to overcome some things when starting a business, mm-hmm. and it really does come down to how you think about things. I like that, Kim. I really like that because our brain can play tricks on us. Oh, yes, it can. Our minds can create roadblocks and speed humps and barriers and all those things to get in our way. And I guess when we're first starting out, if that's happening, if our brain is not on our side and we're not on the same team, we go like this and we go like this. And for anyone that's tuning in because you can't <laughs> see me, I'm darting from side to side here. Sorry. <laughs> I'm very visual and yet I do podcasts. What is that about? I don't even know. (laughs) I can see you, Carrie, but I don't know that they can. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Kim, rein us in. Where are we going with this? Well, I think whenever you are wanting to start something and you haven't done it before, a lot of times you lack the confidence. You lack the confidence of really getting started, getting started and doing what it is you want to do. I have something that we have talked about. One of my favorite quotes ever, have no idea, I've never known who said it, but it's etched into a crystal paperweight that I have that I've had for 40 years. And it says, what you dare to dream, dare to do. A lot of people will dare to dream something. They'll they'll entertain a thought of becoming an entrepreneur mm-hmm. or they'll entertain a thought of starting a business, but they don't take any steps toward it. And so they go their whole lives with that wanting something that they feel like is out of their reach. When if they will move towards it, they can find out if they really want it or not. Mm. That's a good point, Kim, because I hadn't even contemplated that aspect of the mindset because we have so many great ideas, but if we don't play it out, 
if we don't even get started, we don't know. We just don't know. We've, we've not tried. We've not tested. We haven't experienced this thing, whatever, whatever your thing is. Moving forward to actually take that first step, that's a big deal. When you have those feelings that keep coming up that you want to do something in particular, or when you start having those thoughts while you're doing maybe a J-O-B, mm-hmm. while you're doing something, but they keep coming up. I feel like if you don't at least honor them by writing them down and getting into them, dissecting them, seeing what they're about, I feel like you're not doing yourself any good. It may not be today that you start the business, but we don't want you to wait 30 years for something that you could be doing. Mm. And I think that becomes regret. Mm. You know, that, that horrible space later in life that then comes back to us and goes, oh, hang on a second. When I was working at this place, I thought about doing that. Why didn't I do that? What happened? And we may not even remember all the feelings we had at the time, all of the little mind tricks going on at the time that stopped us from taking that first step. We may not even recall our personal circumstances. It could have been simply we just weren't in a position to do that then and then it just it it just left it's gone it's buried i think Mm. so kim i think you should grab your bucket and i'll grab my boom gate and let's just take a quick little break what do you think perfect carrie we'll be back in a minute this podcast is sponsored by fire up groundwork brigade mastermind Are you an entrepreneur who is focused on making an impact? But you haven't figured out how to make an income doing it? We spent years trying to figure out how to do both. And we realized the business adventure is not a one-size-fits-all. I'm Kim White. I'm the founder and fierce leader of the My Sexy Business team. And I'm Kerry Zab, Aussie bucket of swearing sunshine. But not in this podcast. And she's a brilliant entrepreneur, by the way. We both understand how it feels to believe we are the only ones who can't figure things out. So we decided to join forces so we could get in the trenches with you. We lead a very special mastermind group so you can be confident in strategically implementing the right things in the right order so that you too can get the best possible results. We cover a variety of topics based on what you need, including building a business that you own and doesn't own you, We even address things like social media strategy and simple tech solutions. If you would like to meet other entrepreneurs who are living proof of what is possible, come and join us and the link is in the show notes. Oh, that's better, Kim. I've opened up the boom gates. Have you got your bucket? (laughs) I do, Carrie, I do. Now, where were we, Carrie? Um... Oh, there it is. In case anyone doesn't know what that sound was, that was Carrie rewinding. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Kim. I'm sure that needed explanation. (laughs) So, Kim, when we think about mindset and the fear of failing, I feel like that's a pretty heavy space to dive into, but we should. We should touch on it. I think a lot of people are afraid to fail 
And that is why they don't start. Hmm. A lot of entrepreneurs who are actively entrepreneuring, I believe also get into that place of it starts to look scary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It starts to look like maybe this isn't going to work or maybe this or maybe that. And I feel like, Carrie, you're right on point with thinking that that's one of the things I think fear of failing and fear of success, both are huge roadblocks for all of us. It's not something that happens one time you get past it and, and now you're charging the rest of your life. I believe it's something that can come up multiple times in your lifetime. And Kim, I wasn't even aware of this potential of fear of success until you and I have spent so much time together. It never crossed my mind that that was even a thing, that that was even something out there for entrepreneurs and and me included. Like I don't think anyone's excluded from all of these thoughts and feelings that we have, but I'd never thought about it. It had never even crossed my mind that that was a thing. And having spent time with you, obviously, it makes a lot more sense. You know, we've unpacked that in many spaces, many times. And I don't think it's something that you can just park. Like none of this is just parked away. Like it's not a case of, oh, okay, so I I took the first step. I'm good now. I don't think that happens because then the mind comes back and the little brain starts playing the tricks again and, you know, brings out that all those feelings that, we had before we took that first step it's it can be recurring and it can keep keep bubbling up i believe that being human comes with some good things and some not as good things i will say (laughs) but being human we do have thoughts that bubble up and i think that when we are not confident and we're not clear in something we're starting something or we're just learning something, that's when our brain can work against us. Like our mind can, if we do not pay attention and we're not aware of what we're thinking and addressing those thoughts, obviously we can't address the million thoughts we have every day. But there is a pattern to things that are roadblocks. There's a pattern to those things that stop us and not slowing down so that you can figure out why that's stopping you or why that fear is coming up. Because if you remember, our brain is to protect us. Mm. Our brain makes things happen for us. It it makes things not happen for us. I want my brain to work well if I should run away from a bear. Mm-hmm. I want my brain to work well if I should not be doing something. But sometimes we have to literally put those thoughts out on paper mm-hmm. or have a conversation. I'm a verbal processor. And when you and I talk and we talk about things and we talk things through, a lot of times those thoughts come out of your mouth and and you see them or hear them, you can make a good decision versus just letting them rattle around. In there. <laughs> well, and Kim, I actually feel like sometimes we hide those thoughts from ourselves. We try to bury them mm-hmm. and we try to pretend that they don't exist. Maybe we're even pretending 
that they can come back up all those things because it's as i said before i don't think it's you get past it and you're done you mentioned roadblocks i feel like as an entrepreneur we're constantly challenged with roadblocks it's like it's almost like intense driver education through the <laughs> entrepreneurial journey that we're on it's like we're you're in your blue hellcat i'm in my no other way around you're in your red hellcat <laughs> You're wearing a blue top. I'm wearing a red top. Guys, come on. This is just backwards in going forwards. We're on Zoom and we're wearing opposite colours. This is not even what is. And uh, yeah. So you're in your red Hellcat. I'm in my blue Hellcat. And we're in, in lanes beside each other, dodging, you know, dodging all the things. Like, <laughs> oh. I always make squeaky noises on the podcast. What is that, Kim? Look what you do to me. <laughs> I love it. But it's true. Imagine hitting one of those barrels and the lid comes off and the water goes everywhere and, and next minute you, you're airborne on a speed hump and I've spoken about that before as well. But all those <laughs> all those things or you're stopping mm-hmm. and you're going, that's in my way, I can't get past it. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard place to be, Carrie. I think when you're moving too fast and you're hitting things in your, like the pinball machine, where you're just bouncing off the bumpers. I don't think that's a good plan either. There's that middle part. It's the middle part of slowing down, getting clear, understanding why you're afraid of something, understanding your brain is not against you. Your brain is there. Like those thoughts are there to possibly protect you in that situation because you haven't thought it through enough to have clearer thoughts. So I'm not going to go and mortgage, you know, mortgage the house to to go take a course. I am not going to do something major, but there's going to be something I have to sacrifice in order to start something. So that sacrifice is really slowing down and putting it on paper, saying it out loud, going through the details of it. I will say, I've heard a lot of teenagers say, I want to make a million dollars. Well, that's a great thing and a great outcome. But what do you want to make a million dollars doing? Because it's not just the lottery we're talking about. Entrepreneurship should not be like the lottery entrepreneurship should be methodical and you learn something, you apply something, you put a process in place, all of those kind of things. It's not the, let me go run to the store and get a lottery ticket because I might win the entrepreneurial lottery. (laughs) Well, Well, Kim, I like the idea of that for a lot of people because I think there are so many out there that go that their first goal for their business is financial success. A lot of the time, because who doesn't want financial security and success? That's why you do business. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's no question about that. However, you're right. Do you remember the net thing that had the balls in it and they used to turn the wheel for, for the lottery and the numbers would come out? That's what I picture. I picture this, you know, all these balls rolling around and geez, cross your fingers, toes, legs, the whole lot, because good (laughs) luck, you know, like we know what the odds are in that. However, starting a business does come with risk Mm -hmm. and there needs to be an element of, like you said, we're not going to talk any more about clarity because we're we're literally (laughs) going to talk about that very shortly. However, taking those steps, going through the motions and getting clear. 
I think the risk though, Carrie, is not risk like the lottery where I take hard-earned money and I go to the store and I get it. And just for the record, we are not against the lottery. It's not that. Mm -hmm. We just want to make a comparison that everybody can understand usually. Mm -hmm. I want to take my hard-earned money and put it to work for me. That's why you you know, have a business, you do something you love so that you want to stay invested or you do something that makes you money so you can do what you love, Mm -hmm. but your money is an investment into something. Mm -hmm. I don't want to invest my money into something that's for bazillion to one that I'm going to win the lottery and I have to continue to play the game. Yeah. I have to continue to have that. I want a calculated risk. So when I invest, which I do, into a business, it is for the purpose of a return. It is for the purpose of a calculated return on a calculated risk. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean I always get it. Let me say that. It doesn't mean that it doesn't take time and it doesn't mean that I don't have to make adjustments and evolve and work out a problem. It doesn't mean any of that. But it does mean that I am more in control of my investment of money and time and bandwidth than if I'm just gambling on it. I don't want to gamble and I don't want anybody listening to us to think that this is a gambling proposition to become an entrepreneur. This is something that if you have something you love doing and you believe you can make money doing it, explore that. Find out how that can happen because just because you don't know someone that does it yet, you might be the one. Mm -hmm. So this podcast is not sponsored by Las Vegas. Let's be clear. (laughs) No, but I do love Vegas. I just stay off the strip. (laughs) Well, Kim, I've never been, obviously. (laughs) Just a a few miles away over here. But I, I see the enticement. You know, we, we have casinos here in Australia and there's one just up the road and we went once. And I think I remember actually, oh, this was, you know, when like the note sliders came in, like there's no more coins anymore. You actually just like slide a note or tap a card or, or anything. I think I blew 10 bucks in about two minutes and I was so depressed and sad. I went, I'm never doing that ever again in my life. Like it just, there was there was no enticement to that. However, I will say, that, and this will make perfect sense when I unpack it in a second, that spinny wheel with the ball and, and all the little <laughs> little slotty things and, and the dude like spins it and the ball bounces, that's pretty enticing. I, I don't mind the look of that. So let's talk about that for a second though, Carrie, even in our minds, that that is a fun game. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be where we take all of our hard-earned money and invest into the possibility or the, you know, the hope that it's going to land on the right thing. And that's suddenly going to change our lives. We have control of changing our lives. Yes, that other is fun to play. But if we will take the time to, to, you know, really map out this thing that we want, we can have it. It just looks different. And I think when we talk about the roadblocks, there's a giant roadblock in front of us called us that says, oh, this is going to be too much work. I'm not smart enough. I don't know enough. I don't have enough experience. I don't. And you can fill in the blank. 
I don't whatever. I don't have this. I don't have that. But you have control on that side. You can learn something. And if you think you're not smart enough, learn it. You'll find out you are. And it may take you longer. I'm a slow learner. I talk about this all the time. I'm a slow learner. Everybody thinks I'm just super quick, but that's not true. I am slow at learning, but I'm also a deep learner. If I learn something, I really learn it. So I feel like there's this scary part to those roadblocks that there's some kind of troll or monster behind it that's going to jump out us, you know, out at us and get us. <laughs> and and really it's us. We have to remember it's us that has the choice to go around the barrier, go over the barrier or simply go through the barrier. Oh, I like that. Let's go through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's usually based on like for us, Carrie, we know this because we've been in business a long time. Community is one of those things, not doing things alone, not trying to reinvent the wheel, not, you know, all of those kind of things are part of what created any kind of success in our life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the not giving up. It's the tenacity. It's the calculated risk, though. It's the calculated risk of overcoming those roadblocks. And what if you do fail what you're calling a failing? What if you do get up and keep going? It, it, you're not doing something to show off. If you're building a business, this is a really important part of it. What is failing? Does that mean that you're going to just, you're going to try for a week and then that's a failure because you didn't make a million dollars in that first week? And that's a good point, Kim, because I think a lot of people stepping into business for the first time have this false kind of world of what it is going to look like. They're sold a, a bill of what it can look like that is actually false. And we're going to talk about that on another episode. <laughs> However, they concrete that in their mind. If you build it, they will come. So if I do this for one month and I build the thing and I put it out there, everyone should buy it and cha-ching, success. I've not personally seen that happen myself so much. Maybe I'm doing it wrong, Kim. <laughs> You're not doing it wrong, Gary. I think it's one of those things, if you have already done market research, you've already done the homework, you've already learned what you need to learn, and you put something out there, it is possible to make very fast money. However, most people just don't realize the things you need to do to get there. And, you know, they go for the million dollars. They don't have the confidence to make the million dollars, but that's in their head. Instead of just backing up and, and going for, if you can make an extra $500 a month, then go to a thousand, then go to 2000, then jump to 5,000. Start there so that you are building your own confidence. I've seen a lot of people who have come in with like a product and it's been a brilliant product. Someone has come in behind them and asked them to buy their product. And the reality is they would have made money with their product if they would have been a little bit if they would have lasted a little longer, but they sell their product for a set amount of money. And then a year later, it's 10 or 15 or 20 times more valuable 
Yeah. Because that person had some experience to take it somewhere the next the level creator didn't. Yes. Yep. yep, exactly. And I feel like this has kind of led us down this path, Kim, this conversation of having those realistic expectations, which mm-hmm. is very much controlled by our mindset and what our mm-hmm. brains are telling us. And and sometimes that even actually means that we've got to kind of block out some things. Now, we might need to Definitely. stop looking at all these Insta-perfect kind of things that we're seeing on social media, sorry, Instagram. Um, however, it's, it's true. You know, we might need to take advice from someone different. We might need to get different support. But I love what you said about community before, Kim, because surrounding yourself with the right people can have a massive difference on our mindset if nothing else. Well, when someone believes in you, it's easier to believe in you too. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the roadblocks is I think I can do something, but I'm not sure. And then someone comes in and says, that's a great idea. And here's the thing too, you got to remember is there's a lot of places that will tell you what you want to hear. Of course, you can, you know, make a million dollars by the weekend. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can do this. But that's tied to if you pay me. Mm-hmm. So be very careful about that as well. And mindset, really, I go back to write it down, say it out loud with somebody who has some experience, do something to test it. You don't have to jump into the, you know, the deep end of the ocean, dip your toe in the pool and find out what it is that's holding you back. Find out what it is that's possible. Mm. Find find those things out and don't be afraid to start there. Yeah. And I think with that, Kim, sometimes we just need to put in a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Sweat equity goes a long way in starting a business. It's not necessarily about going out and spending and investing all this money in something you have no idea what's going to happen. That's the risk. That's where the risk comes into it. However, if we can actually have that, and we'll talk about clarity, but, you know, have that clarity and then put ourselves to task. We have to put in the miles. It's not a case of everyone starts a business and then you can afford to pay everyone to do everything for you. We've got to have those realistic measures again in that aspect, but just know you have to put in effort. Well, and Carrie, I want to say this too, because we are not sounding as sexy as other people who are saying you can do it super fast. I sound really sexy right now, Kim. What are you talking about? (laughs) I've had plenty of sleep. I'm, I'm on the ball. My brain is here and the mozzie. There it goes. Did you see it? Oh my God. Sorry, Kim. Let me rephrase that, Carrie. It doesn't sound <laughs> as sexy to say that you need to to spend a little time. We're not talking major time. Hmm. We we are talking about slowing down enough that you can catch that speed. Mm-hmm. You know, slowing down enough to to find out what is talking you out of what it is you are dreaming about. Find out what is that that voice inside of you that is keeping you from taking that chance to do something. Don't just go out and take all the chances. Mm. Um, 
I think I want to 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 tell on myself really quickly. When I started one one of the businesses that I've had, I thought I needed all these things because I have I was I'm going to call it I was under the influence. Mm-hmm. I was under the influence of other people who were making things pretty. They were painting a picture, but they weren't telling the whole story. They weren't telling the behind the scenes things. They were just showing the pictures of the vacations. Uh-huh. And so I thought I needed all of this tech stuff and all this software stuff. And I thought I needed all of these things. And I spent a crazy, ridiculous amount of money getting all of these things that I didn't need at all. I didn't even need the things to get started with what I was doing, but I was listening to a salesman sell me (laughs) that I needed these things. And I think that's what happens a lot of times is someone will come in and say, well, you can't do that unless you have this, you know, X, Y, Z. It's not true. Most of the time there's a way to, to handle those things. I just think that's a good example of, I will start a business when I get a desk. I will start a business when I have this software. I will start a, you know, I will start a podcast when I have this microphone. I will do this when, if you find yourself saying those kind of statements, check yourself. Because I've started businesses on my kitchen table when I didn't have a desk. I've started podcasting when I didn't have a microphone like I have now. I've done things, you've done things, Carrie, without having all of those bells and whistles. And honestly, sometimes the bells and whistles will get us off track. They'll make us feel like we have failed at doing something or they're not something that actually makes us make money. So you have to, you have to really write all this stuff out and make sure you're paying attention to why you're not doing what you're dreaming about. And Kim, you've just reminded me, it was not so long ago, maybe over the holiday period, I actually found an old photo of me sitting in this office with a table. I had a table and a laptop. The room was empty. Like I was, I was sitting here on my Pat Malone in an empty room. The photo was taken from outside the room looking in. And I look at that now and go, where's all my stuff? <laughs> maybe that's not a great confession to be making because maybe now I'm surrounded by too much stuff. But it, it, was, it was one of those moments of looking back. And just to add to that really quickly, because we do need to wrap up the conversation, I set a goal with my husband when I started my business over a decade ago. And I said to him within the first probably month, I said, if I hit this target in this amount of time and I set myself three monthly targets as I was first starting the business, if I hit my first three-month target, you're building me a desk. I love it. I've got photos of that desk that he was building at month two. Oh, I love that. It was it was great. And to again, to come across them now, a decade later, and to look back from humble beginnings, this is what it's about. You know, we all start somewhere and everyone out there can take that first step. Carrie, you took your roadblock and pushed it over and made a desk out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you made it a prize. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It was a challenge. I set myself hefty challenges. I might not have made it. I was probably getting a little bit ambitious each, every three months, every quarter. And there was a ceiling, obviously. There's sometimes there's a ceiling and I hit the ceiling, but that was okay because I'd already accomplished all of these things. But to look back now and remember where I started, it's pretty cool. I love it, Carrie. Thank you for sharing that. Well, Kim, we've got to um, head on out of here and let everybody get on with their day. Afternoon, evening, good morning, all of the things. <laughs> we want you to dare to do what you're dreaming about. Double dog dare. Double dog dare. Love it. See you next week, Kim. Bye, Carrie. Bye. Thank you for joining Kim and Carrie in today's conversation of Buckets and Boomgates. Don't forget to follow the show to be the fly on the wall for future episodes, and they can't wait to chat with you next week.